Mike, welcome to Point of View. Great to have you here, sir. I want to start with obviously kind of the news of the day. Attorney General Lori Swanson says she's going to uh, file a lawsuit about these 3D printable guns. One, do you support that decision? And two, based on what legal basis? Well, yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, U.S. law is set that you cannot make or create uh, your own. You have to have gun with a registration system in place so that it's traceable, trackable by law enforcement. So that's been the law for many, many years. The question then becomes the balance with the First Amendment. Can people uh, say what they want and put up these kinds of things? So I think that's the struggle. That's going to be the question the courts are going to look at. And so I think it was very important for uh, the Attorney General to bring this action in collaboration with other Attorney Generals around uh, the country. But that's my point. I mean, you're you're asking to be the Attorney General for the state of Minnesota. If you were to put out a, an opinion on this right now, where would you fall down on it based on the First Amendment? I would, I would uh, again, it's a balance. On the one hand, you've got the First Amendment rights to, to speak, but then again, we have the overriding public safety under the United States Constitution. The United States current law uh, already regulates and requires that guns be manufactured with registration on them. That's the U.S. law. So I think uh, where that would come So out, would you say that that's been effective in keeping people safe? Well, that's arguable at best. So that's mean, my point. How many people do you know right now that have been shot and killed with a 3D plastic gun? My view is that public safety comes first. But, but, but let's talk data. It's one yeah. thing to say public safety and, and to, to make these claims. Yeah. But I guess what I'm saying is, let's get at the data. This this document, this blueprint now has been out for quite some time. According to this person that's sort of the face of this organization, says, hey, there's been thousands and thousands of people that have downloaded these blueprints. Personally, I've not heard of one story of one person that's been killed from a 3D plastic gun. So there's no threat of safety at this point. So my question to you is, do you know of anyone that's been threatened, their safety has been threatened by a 3D plastic gun? I personally don't know of those. Uh, I think the the concern or the threat is that it will be widespread, it will be publicized, and people will pick up on it. That's my point. It's already been publicized and widespread. I don't know about that. I, I think, you know, first of all, I think the administration was looking at this. Uh, the administration was saying at the beginning, no, we don't want this to happen, but then changed its mind. And I think that's where it's got to get sorted out. What is the appropriate approach for the United States, for all of us, uh, and what's the balance? How do we come to safety and compromise on all of these rights, including the First Amendment rights? So I guess the, making a lot of clarity for I mean, I think you, you open up a Pandora's box if you start banning tons of things or this on the Internet. Would you at least agree with that? Well, think about it this way, too. Uh, bombs, bomb plants, things like that. Uh, big plants like that are prohibited, so you have to have a balance. Can we back up? You're going to compare sure. a bomb to a 3D plastic gun that, no. according to experts, can fire up maybe one, maybe two rounds? No, what you asked me is whether or not there are other examples or other ways in which we balance this out. So I do think it's a, a very important yeah. issue that we have it's to sort out. <laughs> it's a tough one. You know, we live in Minnesota. I live in Minnesota, and in Minnesota and the rest of the, the surrounding mm. states, uh, people do have recreational use of guns. Uh, it's an important part of our culture. We've grown up that way. But at the same time, uh, we have school safety issues and things like that. When it comes down to whether or not this will uh, be appropriate under United or existing current law, that's going to be up to the courts. And I think it's an important thing to take a look so at. So quickly, I know that you're obviously talking about the uh, Undetectable Firearms Act of 1988, when you're saying, hey, you got to have um, some sort of license or whatnot to create these guns so they're traceable. 
But also, I'll go back to the Second Amendment. It says the right to bear arms shall not be infringed. Where's your balance there? Well, that's what the court will decide. I'm asking you, though, as you're running for attorney well, general. Well, as attorney general, I think it is important for us to, to take a look at that. That's been the existing law. The attorney general's responsibility is to enforce the Constitution and existing law. That is the existing law right now. And then if there's a challenge under the Constitution as to whether that law is a violation or whatever, that has to be challenged in court, and that's what the case is all about. Oh, you talked a lot about safety when it came to these 3D plastic guns. Let's talk about safety when it comes to immigration. President Trump, the Supreme Court said, yes, we do approve of your immigration executive order. I'm sure you call it a travel ban. Did the Supreme Court get this decision right? I think that, well, first of all, let me say this, that when I was Commissioner of Commerce in Minnesota, uh, we stood up and brought uh, the original action, which was upheld originally. There's different flavors of how to do that. And I think at the end of the day, all of us would be in agreement that separation of children from families was a serious problem. And uh, we changed that. I think we still need to come to resolution on that. Uh, fundamentally, what I've said is that we need a 21st century solution to the immigration laws. The Congress has to do that, and that's a congressional action that needs to I agree happen. with that, but I don't, I don't want to conflate family separation. What I'm talking about is immigration, EO, that the SCOTUS just ruled in the end of, of June and said, hey, we can ban people coming into our country from Syria, Libya, Somalia, those nations. Did the Supreme Court, in your opinion, get that decision correct? Well, let me say it this way. When the Supreme Court makes and decides, it makes a decision. Uh, and as Attorney General, your responsibility is to, and duty, is to enforce the law as interpreted by the United States Supreme Court, uh, by the highest court of Minnesota. And that law, until challenged, is the law of the land, or if it's not, then uh, and it's a, there's a gap, then okay. you have to challenge it. As you said, so, hey, Chris, I'm concerned about the 3D plastic guns for a safety reason. I asked you to cite as, hey, anybody been killed by a 3D plastic gun? You said, no, I can't name a reference. I think we both agree that we've had people killed in this country by terrorists. According to the uh, Senate Homeland Security Committee, we've got 10 terrorists every single day trying to get into our borders, and yet you couldn't come up with a clear answer and say, yeah, Chris, I support President Trump's travel ban or immigration executive order. Well, what I said, well, first of all, on the gun safety, I personally don't know of anybody who's used a plastic gun to use it to harm anybody. But if we're talking safety, can you support President Trump's travel ban? What I've said is that with respect to the, the first one, the immigration ban was brought and challenged, uh, and that was found to be unlawful. It was changed. The current uh, law, the one that went up to the U.S. Supreme Court, that was challenged. What I said is, is since it's the decision of the U.S. U.S. Supreme Court right now, so that I, is I, I responsible to, to do and that. I, and I understand your responsibility, yeah. but I'm asking you, if you're going to claim safety on 3D guns, and we've got 10 known, 10 terrorists trying to get in our borders every day, doesn't it make sense to say, yes, we don't want people that we can't screen from Libya, Somalia, Syria coming into our country? Well, what, what it's very important, absolutely, what you're saying is that we want to make sure that we have safety for our communities. That is absolutely true. I'm not going to dispute that. In fact, I would stand up strong to be able to, uh, to say that's what we need to do. Uh, what we need to find out, again, I've called for this, is a 21st century immigration reform that Congress needs to take a look at so that we can Sir. balance safety and make sure that we have immigration reform. And we need to make sure that our communities are safe. No one's going to dispute and, agree and disagree with you on that. So with all due respect, sir, we have, had, we have lost American citizens due to terrorism. I'm asking you if you can back a travel ban, because you and I both know we can't vet people from Libya, Somalia, Syria. 
And I've, I'm not getting a real clear answer from you. I don't I'll, be, I'll be very clear. Ever since 9-11, when we saw the Twin Towers go down, there, absolutely, we need to protect this nation from terrorists. There's absolutely no question whatsoever with respect to that. When we have terrorist attacks in the United States, we need to take every action we can to prevent it, whether it's coming from a foreign land or whether it's entering the United States. That's absolutely clear. We need to do whatever we can to make sure that our citizens are safe here in the United States. Appreciate that.